Disclaimer, we know nothing really about Formula One. Sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true. I like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about. Welcome to F1 Purple Rain with me, Dom. And me, Ryan. This is Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights Racing. It should be called the Conspiracy Grand Prix. Or the boring or the boring Grand Prix or the Grand Prix I couldn't be arsed to watch. Uh, F1 I don't really care about anymore um, F1 uh, the race that's going to be 1-2 rest of the season yeah I mean, who gives a fuck yeah if we're still here talking about F1 by by we hit the by the time we hit the Dutch Grand Prix and we were already doing the Harry Potter episode I'll be shocked <laughs> we'll be steering yeah. the ship far away from the sport at this rate far far away <laughs> It'll just be a podcast about mostly golf. Yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to hear us two talk about golf, you're in for a surprise. We just did, we had a quick catch up before we start this podcast, and we we're supposed to be talking about uh, the general plan of this episode, and all we did was talk about golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think we just I think we discussed the light the layout of this podcast for about three seconds, and then we started discussing golf. Yeah. Yeah, but we're, we're trying not to talk about golf in this episode because I'm sure that's not why you uh, logged on to listen. I'm not sure why he's logged on to listen in the first place, but hey, <laughs> some reason you do. As Ryan says, hope you're still listening. So, uh, yes, just a quick disclaimer. Um, I was actually working and missed the whole race. Um, so this is going to be a dom heavy episode, so I'm gonna be quiet now for the next 30 minutes. Nice. I mean I have it's it's a little bit I have a little bit making up to do since last year when I was supposed to pull my weight over Singapore when you were in Singapore. So maybe I'm still pulling my weight. Yeah, I had to come back after a two week holiday and jam in three races in like three days. <laughs> Super organized. So, uh, first of all, I know you didn't see it, so I won't ask you your thoughts, but I'll let you know what happened. Uh, I quite enjoyed enjoyed the drone countdown that they had uh, before the start of the race. So they basically had lit up in the air like the Chinese Olympics, uh, a countdown before the start, before the formation lap, I have to say, because I don't think the uh, drivers can rely on the lights out system being um, a thousand drones in the air, half a kilometer away. It looked look cool. It looked cool. You should check it out whenever you get to see the race. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, interesting start to the race, to be honest. Um, Hamilton and uh, Logan Sargent were the only two to start on hards, which I think was an interesting call. Um, most of the grid were on mediums. Only a couple were on softs. Leclerc being one of them, and also at the start further back because of a penalty. So it led for an interesting start to the beginning of the race. Unfortunately, it, it is the fastest street track in the calendar, 
but it's also not very far from the start finish line down to the first corner, only 300 meters. So it wasn't like we we're going to get a rusher with loads of uh, slipstreaming. Oh yeah, yeah. The start of Russia is ridiculous. To be fair, like it's it's just mental. Like so, everyone knows that if you qualify first, you're fucked. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a super train. I love it though. So I love about Russia. It's like it's like the only track where everyone's like, "Don't get pulled, don't get pulled, don't get pulled, don't get pulled." <laughs> it must be dreadful when you're like your driver though. It's like, uh, okay, your first sector purple, fastest second sector, slow down. Slow down. It's like, oh, oh do, 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 do. <laughs> Go for a casual, a casual drive in the final sector just so you don't get fucking pulled. I love that about Russia, though. Especially, like, person in third is in the best slipstream. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, yes! Oh, here we go. Oh, yes! Um... To be honest, considering it's a street track, there wasn't that much carnage in the first corner. There was lots of carbon fiber, but only from orange uh, front end plates, as McLaren seemed to be the only ones picking up damage. Having a oh, great did did uh, did Norris and, and Pasty hit each other or Pasty? Like, yeah. Well, I th- no, they didn't hit each other. Uh, it looked it looked like oh yes, because Pasty was ninth and then Norris was like twenty fifth, wasn't he? Twenty yeah, fifth. <laughs> well, it looked like Pasty lost um, lost a great, uh, bit of wing hitting an Alpine, and I'm not quite sure. They didn't really show it where uh, Norris picked up his damage also, but both of them were the first to pit with new front ends, new front wings. Just continually great start for the McLarens. They just really are not having a good time at all. They were it looked like they threw everything at it as well today. Changing uh, tires, front front wings, and all sorts. I still think it's something to do with the LED screens. Yeah, I mean, like, I know Norris finished eighty six seconds behind the leader, but um, at least he didn't think it'd be filled up by air this this track. I don't think did he, or was or they film of air this time? Like, uh, and <laughs> surely, surely sure. that's a bonus. I completely forgot he had to keep getting the car filled up with air last race. God, I completely forgot. That's how they got around the first race of the season. <laughs> By putting them six times to fill his car with air. Oh, I love to be in next year's car launch and just be one of the reporters. <laughs> one of the reporters in the crowd. So, do you think this one will be one of those sort of cars that you need to fill up with air regularly, or yeah, or or does it come pre-filled with air? Just just a quick. Yeah. So does the does the pre-filled car with air make it heavier, or are you going to go back to filling it during the race to make it lighter? Uh, just a quick question there for um, Lando. <laughs> Actually, going on Lando, uh, one of my mates um, pointed out that we we're probably being a little bit too harsh on him uh, because he looked quick in qualifying, but he did crash in qualifying. So I'm not a hundred percent sure if we're being a little bit hard I think, on. Noise. I think no, I don't think it's so. I think we're being. I think we're being fair. I mean, and McLaren in general, I think, are dog shit. Moving on. Uh, so, yeah, McLaren had an awful start. Albon did run off the track, but Fernando Alonso had a fantastic start if he was in his grid box. But he wasn't. But, uh, <laughs> I, but was it like, wasn't like an inch to the left or something? Yeah, it wasn't like he was too far forward or he was rolling start. He was just too far left. Like, that's 
Because like, what advantage you get from being too far left? Because surely, because they all do the practice starts in their box. I had no so idea. So that's where the most grip is. So like being a bit to the left or right is obviously going to be de- uh, detrimental to the start because the grip is where he's supposed to be parking. Yeah, I just um, I'm I'm surprised they regulated it so hard, like just a bit left. I was thinking, well, he's not any, he's not too far forward. Surely that's the only concern. Too far yeah, left. It's like, yeah, too, ooh, too far left. Oh fuck yeah, that's too much of an advantage. Yeah, penalty for you. Very very strange. He had a sort of an Ockenesque day today. <laughs> We get into st- that. I still, I, I still can't get over Ocon's penalties from the other week. <laughs> just you know, that was a joke. I read something online about Ocon said he won't make he's, he won't make it to the Grand Prix <laughs> because he's still serving penalties. <laughs> and to be honest, the way it was written, I was like, "Fuck, has he actually been banned from this one?" <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely believe it. They're just like Esther Man. You just need to sit there for a second. Yeah, he's just constantly <laughs> filling out. Like detention in school. Right, like Forbes. Yeah. Forbes. Okay. <laughs> I promise I will not. Oh, good old Ocon. His, his, I'll tell you what's going to be interesting is his uh, points on his license towards the end of the season. No, yeah. <laughs> no, just, it'll just be a last race season where, where Ocon's crying. They're just cutting his license up in front of him. Just cutting it up. Like, <laughs> just like, just guillotine. French guillotine. So it looked pretty good at the start for that for the Mercedes, um, considering Russell was right up near the front. Lonzo was gonna have a five second penalty for his slightly to the left start. And Hamilton was starting to build a little bit of a train, even though he was on the hard tires at the start for the first sort of five laps, he was keeping pace. There was a bit of a train behind him created by the uh, pasty. Uh, with his damaged mm. wing, who eventually everyone overtook, of course, when he came in. So it was looking like a quite an interesting race at the start. But I mean, as always, these things die down, don't they? Do you want to have a guess who took the most people in the first few laps? Obviously, Max just happened. Charles Leclerc. Oh, fuck. oh, happy days. Well, he was on softs, so he had to do it. Oh, can... yeah, so he just rinsed it. Well, I'm surprised the SF23 could hold picking up that many people. Uh, <laughs> like break down, break down halfway through. Just... I mean, that's true. I mean, yeah, the the guy who should not be named did obviously end up taking over probably the most, but one by one. When you've got the fastest car on the grid, you don't exactly need to push it, do you? You don't need to put yourself in dangerous positions because you're just you don't need to you don't need to, you don't need to try. Fly by. Uh, some could argue that um, they were turning the car up for Sergio Perez to make sure he stayed ahead, because we have talked about that uh, they they're not applying all the power, and the only reason that Perez maybe would have even got quality or pole was because they turned they were worried about not securing a win that they then turned it up, and it was really <laughs> I've heard this yeah. Do you know what else is interesting is if there's any truth to that? Like, could you just imagine uh, Perez actually notices the car's slightly faster and doesn't know what? And he's like, oh, he's like, hmm, this is quicker than normal. I have to give credit to my friend. It was uh, someone that gave me this information. So, 
Let's say you heard it first, second hand. At least these podcasts are going out on time anyway. So yeah. So so is this like a is this like an unofficial legal party mode? Yeah, well, I thought that wasn't allowed anymore. I thought they, they ba- as you said, they banned everything Mercedes did, including being able to turn the engine up. If you yeah, remember, I thought that wasn't allowed. I thought I wasn't. I thought I wasn't allowed anymore to turn to have a different engine preset for uh, for qualifying. Oh, sorry for Q three. So uh, yeah, you know why though? It's because it's not red. I mean, MK Racing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. <clears throat> no, I forgot about that. I have to give credit to Russell. He stayed in touch with the front two for quite a while, considering they're much, much faster cars. But eventually, um, he did lose touch with them. And eventually, Hamilton's hard tyres were not a match for the softs of Leclerc or the mediums behind. So he ended up losing little places as well. As, as well. But, I mean, what it was interesting is the people that tried the undercut all failed. Stroll tried it and he got double done. He got overtaken by Hamilton as well as somebody else. Uh, anyone that tried to do the under got done. The overcut was faster because the people coming out. I mean, they sh- they have all these uh, geniuses and computers running the simulation. It's not hard to understand that if you come back out on the grid with the slower tire, the hard, you're not going to be yeah. able to do the undercut. Yeah, but the overcut these is better. Are- are idiots. <laughs> there were so many people coming out further back and they couldn't work out why. And I'm like, well, I understand it's a fresher tyre, but the hards take a long time to heat up and people were just coming out and dropping places. I'm like, oh, that's why it was... That's oh, why. Yeah. To be honest, I was shocked. Um, the driver who shall not be named didn't start on the hard. I think if he started on the hard, he would have won the race. 100% today. Big? 100%. He would have won the race and fastest lap. But he didn't. I'm not sure why Red Bull didn't. didn't roll that dice. You know why Red Bull didn't roll that dice? Because they didn't need to. The car was fast enough. Because Red Bull don't exist. <laughs> it's MK Racing, dog. Get it fucking right. When you say that team's name, get it right. But he didn't have a clean day. Uh, the driver should not be named. He also managed to outbreak himself and had a bit of a wobble. But of course, nothing major. Or else we'd be talking about a different race today. Moving on. Hamilton was also investigated for moving too much when he was um, trying to break the toe from Sainz. But for uh, but when Sainz was. Uh, Trying to stop to be, uh, straight. oh my god, I can't even speak. When Jesus signs, Christ, are you okay? I know, and I've had a moment, but when it was on the other foot and signs was moving, uh, it was unreal amount of moving to be honest. That should have been more than a noting, more than a black and white flag. Signs was all over but, the shop, but it wasn't but like they won't. Tra- go on, no, saying that they won't because it's better to penalize Hamilton because he's Hamilton. And it's for someone else. It was interesting, though. I mean, I was talking about the people messing up with the undercuts and overcuts. Ferrari played a blinder because they told Sainz to box. Sainz didn't box, but Stroll did in panic. And then Stroll ended up miles behind because of it, because of the undercut didn't work. So hold on. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So Ferrari got a wee bit of strategy right for once? Or was it a, or was it their strategy was fucked because Sainz forgot the pit? I think they 
the the ladder. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> and to be honest, their car was so dog shit, awful on the hard. <laughs> like they were better off. They were better off going soft, medium, medium, or medium. Wait, I don't understand why people went on the hards. Like if he kept two mediums, why did not do soft, medium, medium, or medium, soft, medium? Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I don't think the hards would have lasted the whole way, but no one really pushed, pushed to try. And I know they were comparing it to the last year, but it was completely different, completely different uh, tie deck this race than last time. So, yeah, mm. it's hard. Then, what they could have done if Aston Martin had an ounce of um, common sense is they could have timed the stoppage for Alonso much better. Much, much better. Because they told, when Stroll had a car failure, they told him to stop on track immediately. But they missed the yeah. pit entry by split second for Alonso to come in. And Alonso could have got a free pit had he stopped. Had they told him to stop S a little bit slightly sooner and informed Alonso to come in, it would have been like perfect. Because he would have then yeah. stopped. He would have then stopped before Perez. Still served the five second, but he should still then come out ahead. Yeah, but that wouldn't have suited the FIA agenda to make sure Red Bull won the race. Well, I mean, I've heard there's some rumors about the whole safety car in the first place. Did you want to elaborate? What? What? Oh, d- what? Oh, yes. For people saying it's like they're. Doing it as if it's like NASCAR, where if the race gets a bit boring, they'll just throw a safety car to make it more exciting and to benefit the team that they think will win. That's so smart because there was actually no need for the safety car at all. Uh, and they blamed it down to GPS. But if there is an ounce of truth to that, it's just showing why the numbers are dropping in the sport because that you can't just keep manipulating what's happening in the races. Yeah, it, it's they're just it's it's F1 is now entertainment. Yeah. There is no sport to anymore. Element entertainment favorite towards one one driver and one team to win. And the rest fight over fight over third plaintiff. Uh, yeah, but it can't last like this. It's not sustainable. I I remember there was talk years ago of them adding sprinklers to tracks. And I think that's ridic- a ridiculous um, scenario and a ridiculous... That is one of the most stupidest things I've ever heard in any kind of sport is to add fucking sprinklers to a track. Jesus to, Christ. To like, spot, yeah, I mean, for me, that's still a better option than throwing in random safety cars when possible. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a shambles. Or, or, should I, or, or should I not say just re- reinventing the rules on the penultimate lap yeah. of the race? Yeah, because, you know... They're like they never manipulated it like this for when Mercedes dominant. Every time Mercedes dominant, they kept banning anything Mercedes brought in to make their car better, and and kept changing the rules so that the, so Mercedes wouldn't be dominant. The other reason Mercedes ended up being so dominant at the start of the hybrid era was because Mercedes were the only one who actually invested any time and money into developing the new power unit. Like they, they were developing years years before it even. Well, yeah, came into exactly. this point, and that's why they were so far ahead because they knew they're like, We've got this, we've got the, the technology the development, boom, here we go. Whereas now it's all been what was it, Ross Brown said that this budget cap will bring all the teams closer together and we'll have more exciting racing. Um, I don't see that. 
No. I see one team who has breached the buttercup here and I'm miles ahead of everyone else and nobody has any resources or time to develop their car to get close because they'll breach the, the buttercup themselves. I mean, it, the, gap is, the gap is not going to close, so we might as well just enjoy watching 1-2 for the rest of the season unless they have mechanical like, failure, but... Perez finished 25 seconds ahead of Russell and Verstappen finished 20 seconds ahead of Russell. And that's with the safety car. So actually the gap is much larger. Yeah, that's with, that's with the safety car as well. Talking, uh, moving on from the safety car, um, Aston Martin had a fantastic stop, I have to say, with Alonso. Considering he had the five-second penalty, it was very slick the moment they were allowed to touch the car. It looked real quick. Um mm. Unfortunately, too quick because they fucked it and had to do it again. <laughs> how, how is how is it? It's the, it's the wheel jack at the back, and there's a jack man. He lifts the car up. Yeah. And he's barely touching it. It's a, like a glance and touch, and they get penalized for it. It's like, what does him slightly touching that car benefit the whole procedure of them doing anything? It, it's not like after like three seconds, someone went and changed the wheel. Like, I know, I, or, or 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 added air to the car, or done some aerodynamics on the front wing. The guy literally glanced the back of the car. How's that going to do anything? That's unbelievable. I mean, he's come out; he's absolutely fuming. Of course, I mean, he's now lost the podium for that. The Muzzle. Yeah, no, no, not just lost the podium. He's lost his one hundredth podium in F one because of that. That was that was his one hundredth podium in the sport. It and he loses it because of a wishy-washy, stupid fucking rule that the FA have decided to randomly enforce. It's, it's all it's it's all it's all to benefit no one challenging these two cars at the front. Well, you could argue maybe Mercedes were the ones that are were pushing this because they seem to know about it much earlier than anyone else did. Because uh, yeah, I remember this as well. Like on like. Everyone kicking off, but every team does the exact same. Every team, anytime there's any time there's a pit stop, or anyone comes into the pit the pit lane to serve any kind of penalty, everybody everyone's watching it. It's just so much tip for tat. It, it would be it would it would be the same if Mercedes came in and they're miles ahead. Horner would be straight on that fucking thing, going blah 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 blah, complaining like fuck. Well, that's what we had years of. But I mean, I want, I'd like to know who started the initial uh, complaints. I'm sure it, you could argue. I know you're arguing that it's that one team, but I also could say it was Mercedes, maybe even Toto, because they gained the podium from it. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like saying it's not. Like I'm just saying, like every team does it, and every team, <laughs> every team's guilty of it. it. I mean, it's it's not great for the sport. I know they don't broadcast those conversations anymore, and it's it was fucking mad that they were even they even did that when they did it because that really what opened the pandora's box for that one point but let's not talk not too much about it but no no no, no, no. i've tried i've tried to drink that day out of my memory so but the fact that it was even a thing where we could listen to those conversations is mental but yeah i'm sure there was tip for tat there and yeah, i feel for a lot yeah. because he had a to be honest faultless weekend except for starting on the grid slightly left yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, no. As you said, faultless weekend and Ugh. a fourth is still a really good result for them. But at least we know third, which way he hangs. Third, least... your hundred podium. You know, 
I'm just ignoring what you said. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, for like third and your hundredth podium would have been ideal for Alonso. But unfortunately, he got fucked. Uh, that's the name of the podcast. Arabian Nights hanging slightly left. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, it was quite actually quite with the with the safety car as well. As I said, uh, some cars got a really good uh, sort of situation out of it, including Hamilton. He ended up splitting the Ferraris, who were much ahead of him, much further ahead of him, because they pitted just before <laughs> they just just before the safety car. They pitted, yeah, of course. I- I seen I seen Leclerc's engineer tell me he needed to push to catch Hamilton, but Hamilton already came out of the pit. And was Leclerc like, was like, "You already tell me this now." He's like, "Surely you've been telling me this before." And he's already on mediums. Actually, what happened there as well is they were telling him while we were still on, under the safety car that, that there's a. Hold on, just while we're recording, here some breaking news has came up. Fernando Alonso has been reinstated to third place. <laughs> Rightly fucking so. Take that. And so rightly so. So Fernando Alonso has now has his one hundredth podium at F one. So congratulations, Fernando. Congratulations. Well so, done. <laughs> I've just refreshed my newsfeed, and you know the first tweet is so overturning a race result two hours after the race finished because the regulations say so, but they couldn't do this in Abu Dhabi twenty one. That is literally the first tweet I've got on oh, my phone. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, this is going to open up. Well done. Poor is sitting on, on the Lonzo's third place. But holy fuck, the shit storm that it'll probably cause. is <laughs> So they so they can't alter race results after the race. Holy fuck. Oh, uh, well. I might just turn my phone off and never look at it ever again. Could you manage they did rescind his first championship? Maybe that's why... Uh, maybe, maybe that's why Max's dad looks so pissed. Yeah, it's like fuck, fuck, they, fuck, they, fuck, they already fuck. know. Well, but uh, the FIA uh, rulebook does say they have five take they have a five year period where they can rescind or alter race results if needed. And what does it take? They've already been caught cheating with cash. Now it looks like they're going to be caught cheating with the wind tunnel. Plus, that the fact that they changed the rules mid race for him. When are they going to give him the, the eighth when he's when he's retired? It's a joke. It's an absolute shambles. Well, well done, Flan Alonso. Well First done, time we're doing a podcast on time where I've had some breaking news during it. Actually, heard it, heard it here actually, first. There's actual a good chance that you heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> unless you follow Sky Sports or F1 or Twitter or... Yeah. <laughs> and I, and to, be honest, to, be, to be honest, I won't upload it until the morning and this is the night of the race, so good chance. Yes, so, so you'll will, you will hear it closer to the time it actually happened than you would have last year. Breaking rivets. Yeah. Boom! Oh, oh, that's good. I I know. I've, yeah. I'd rather he got it than Russell, so. Yeah, fuck the Enderman. Yeah, because I heard uh, there's a lot of people talking about Russell being an absolute prick in this race again. Well, moving to the latter stages. Um, uh, Hamilton didn't have the pace, I don't think. I think he realised that he needs to make these tyres last. Um, he could have. Pu- I think he could have pushed to take him, but it would have cost him dearly, and he might have then ended up losing to the Ferraris. But R- Russell was he was in DRS, so he got it right behind him, more than uh, very very close, like zero point two to Russell. Russell was asked to move out the way. Russell said no because Alonso still got a five second penalty to serve, and then the team said no, Russell. He served it, 
it, at the pit stops, he hasn't. There is no penalty for him to serve. Well, that and Russell went, "Oh fuck! Well, that'd be good information. Why are you guys not tell me?" Then Russell sits fastest laps and pulls away from Hamilton. Do you know that? Do you know what's funny? The team never told Hamilton about the penalty for Alonso. That's even weirder. Like, what's so going Lewis on? Never knew about it. Lewis this is, never knew about the penalty. The Alonso sound, had sounds like a Ferrari moment. <laughs> Yes, 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 I don't know. Mercedes just seem to be doing like loads of really weird shit recently. They used to be such a really good, like coherent team where That's, yeah. the drivers get the same information, they work with each other. And now it's just like, oh, we'll not tell them about a penalty. Oh, we'll forget to tell them about a penalty. Oh, oh now they're right behind each other. Oh, shit. Um, oh, God. I, it, well, I think he should have moved because he was on a different tyre strategy and then he would, Hamilton would have let him back back past anyway. I think that's normally the rule, yeah. isn't it? Like his tyres most likely wouldn't have lasted and he had a chance at that time to catch Alonso. But also, Hamilton really wasn't on the pace this weekend. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, well, unfortunate. Oh, I'm glad. That also keeps uh, Hamilton ahead of Russell in the championship. So, yeah. Woo! Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you, Enderman! Fuck you! Moving on. Um, uh, all the cars that came out on the hards all struggled. Uh, We've already mentioned about Leclerc. Uh, we mentioned about the weaving. The Red Bull... Yep. D- I have to say, the Red Bull DRS is unbelievably too powerful. Like, I just have to say it again. It's ridiculous. Anytime they came up behind someone, Ryan, it was like they were trying to overtake a farmer and his sheep on a country road. <laughs> I see. I seen the clip of where Verstappen took Russell, and it, it was it was like it was just like Russell was like on a horse and cart, and Verstappen was just going down, and, and like it was ridiculous. It was so it's stupid how much quicker they, those cars are. And how can one team be so far ahead? Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, it does make sense to cheat, but it's just, it, I mean, it, you, when you see it, like when they come up against someone and they're at a similar pace, then the DRS opens, right? Honestly, it's just like one car is parked. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ludicrous. Absolutely ridiculous. Then. And, again, uh, and you can tell by Dom reading through his notes that we did not prepare and talk about golf before this podcast. <laughs> well, the problem is I have so many. I'm trying to work out what has been discussed. Here's the three pages you cannot see, listeners, but I'm showing Ryan. Because, because we also don't discuss anything <laughs> about the layout of the podcast. So we just yeah. wing our way through all these notes. I have yeah. no notes, so I'm flicking through, back and through news, news reports on my phone and laptop to understand what was going on. We're, sorry, we keep bringing it back. Don't worry, I've got this. Bottas, I have no idea what happened to Bottas, but he seemed to be having a terrible time. I had no yeah, information. He was the only one who was lapped. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know he, he was lapped. He's the only one that was lapped. I Not once did it show me what happened to him, but right at the end, he had nothing to lose, so he comes in trying to do the fastest lap. And he came in for super softs. He was the only driver on track on super softs. Do you want to know how slow, how much slower he was? There's no <laughs> such thing as super softs. You keep fucking saying this. It really winds me up. Okay. There's no more purple tires, Tom. There's no C- more purple tires. C1. This is, this C1. Is like, it was like four years ago. You want C1s? You want C1s, C2s, and C3s? 
See threes. Yeah, yeah. Or just say the red tire, the soft tire. That's okay. what it is. Right. I like the I like the term super soft. You're the only one that complains. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll just we'll just call this the F1 Dom Super Soft Podcast. Well, it is called Purple Rain. Why can't we have purple? <laughs> yeah. Why can't I have purple tires? So mean. okay. Okay, so yeah, so Bottas came out on the super softs. All right, Bottas came out on the reds. Right, anyway, Bottas came out on the reds. He was the only driver on the reds. Everyone else was majority was on hards. Yeah. He went for the fastest lap. Do you want to know how far off the pace he was to the Red Bulls? What? 1.3 seconds. 2.2. Jesus Christ. Trying to set the fastest Trying to set the fastest it's like lap. He, it's, it's, it's like he's driving a different formula. It's ridiculous. And it's the, like, the, like an F, like an F2 car, F3 car. It's he, about. I'm talking about fresh super softs. <laughs> yes, I know oh, I said it. Good. I'm, talking about fre- I'm talking about fresh reds. He's on a set of fresh reds. And Max and Perez are running around on old hards. 2.2 seconds a lap faster and they weren't trying to set a fastest lap at this point either. You could you could Red Bull could literally do Friday practice and hards, run the tires right down and then go out and race and play still win. <laughs> I do, they could I, do like hundred and eighty uh, laps on these tires and then the car would be like, oh uh, well, we're still like three seconds ahead of anyone, no, so. they, should, they should do the classic just into slicks. Just see if you can win under slicks, yeah. See if you can win. See if you can do it. I did. I did thoroughly dislike he who shall not be named. Um, Post race comment where he, he was unhappy that he came second, <laughs> as he says, "I am not here to finish second. And did you see he sat in the winners' chair as well in the um, cool down room? No, uh, yeah, because Perez and Alonso were talking. But I mean, let's talk about that as well because. The comments in that room were very interesting because this is where we really found out that Prez had no idea <laughs> that he'd been done by his teammate. And once to again, fair, I'm not surprised by that team. Like the team was told to uh, basically bring it home, take it easy. Max said, "No way." What's the fastest lap time? They said, "Max, take it, bring it home, take it easy." Prez was told the same. Prez, like, yeah, okay, fine. Finally, this is what I've been asking for. I don't want to keep pushing this car. I want to get the win. And he also finds out that Max went and fucking undercut him once more, one more time for good measure. What a it's, prick. It's a joke. Like, how can you be a teammate with someone who's that much of a knob? You can't. But, I mean, where is Perez going to go? He ain't going to win races in any other car because they're 2.2 seconds faster than anybody else. Exactly. It's a, it's a, it's just, it's all an embarrassment. Um, uh, I'm just. Uh, we have two weeks now until Australia, and I honestly, if if Australia turns out to be the exact same as this, I don't really know what we're to do this year. Like uh, I know Mercedes came out and said that they have took two steps forward in the development of their car, so you might see some better improvement. But is that improvement going to be 2.2 seconds or, you know, they still finish 20, yeah. what, 25 seconds down the road, 30 seconds down the road? Is that is that going to be the gap? So, you know, 
if if it's like us all season, it's going to embarrass. But and just show exactly that breaching the budget cap for one year gives you three years performance, which has been discussed about. And that this fat this seven million fine that didn't come out of the budget cap just was paid by the Red Bull parent company, which is a joke. And their lack of wind tunnel time means absolutely nothing. And the, the sports just turned into a farce. Yeah, the the sport has definitely turned into a farce. Uh, I think I mean there was it was really boring race to be honest. I mean Max was having issues towards the end. He said, but I mean I don't know if that's just uh, sim- 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 it, it, sympathy. It, 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 he so does this to make his, his make his races look better, and his victories look better. He's like, "Oh, I've got a problem here." It's like, "Fuck off, you prick!" Just fucking drive. So it's got to be. So always got to be something wrong. I think this might be the first race we don't do a rundown. We'll just complain about a few more people and call it a day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. DNFs, Stroll, and Albon. That'll do for your knowledge. And top three is Perez. Your money should not be named. And Fernando Alonso. Get in. Reinstated ahead of George the Enderman, worst teammate, sly bastard Russell. Sly, sly bastard Russell. <laughs> I have to say, though, uh, Magnuson managed to get uh, the pocket ninja the last. Did <laughs> <laughs> last... he get the pocket samurai? He got the pocket Ooh. samurai for the final point. There was some good battling at the back for no reason. Pasty was given, given priority <laughs> over Norris. So he was told yeah, to. That's because in the hierarchy now, Pasty's ahead of Norris, and Norris is like, I'm fucked now. He's like, I may as well just go and fucking retire in F2 Chuck, again. Chuck Jr. Yeah. Max stole fastest lap. Mercedes believed there was a five second penalty. Again, that's, they only believe that if they're in, they've been talking to the fucking FIA, as we said. They were telling me, yeah, everything else we've discussed, mate. It was uh, a boring race. Welcome to Arabian Nights. Conspiracy yep, field. Uh... Oh, sorry. Yeah, you just stopped mid sentence. Sorry. Conspiracy field. I... I said, "Welcome to Arabian <laughs> Nights." Conspiracy field. That's it. And that. And that is it. <laughs> but no, we uh, are back in two weeks' time for the Australian Grand Prix. Hopefully, Down Under is better. And we will do a podcast during our week break. We will. About what topic? We don't know yet. We will mix something up. We'll pull something out of the air. We got to talk about it. Probably golf. We've got a couple of... This will uh, be the first first season break golf episode. We've got a couple of ideas in the pipeline. Let's see if we have the time to get them sorted. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe we might have someone else on talking. Who knows? That's the plan. there, There might be a fresh voice on. Given yeah. their views of the shit silver season that we've had so far, that, that's not to announce one of us are leaving. Unfortunately, believe it or not, we're both incremental. No, no, for this podcast, this is like the this is like the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not leaving. I'm the fucking leaving. <laughs> well, guys, fingers crossed. The next race has got much more interesting things to talk about. That's been me, yeah, Don. Um, this has been me, Ryan, and sorry for wasting your time. Hope you are still listening. Sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> oh, don't forget to donate money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep paying us, bitches.
Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please write into the podcast at f1purplerain at gmail.com. Or get in contact with us through our Instagram page at f1purplerain.